I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning. It is Wednesday, August 17th. Welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball when you download. That link is in our episode description. In this episode, you will get three MLB best bets as well as one prize pick selection at the end of this episode. I will also be giving you a lean, but it's kind of scary, and I really want to do more research before locking it in, but it is in one of the later games, so we have a little bit of time. If you want to find out my final prize pick selections, make sure you follow me on Twitter at PeterApple23. That is in the episode description, but a lot of these picks, they won't be able to, you won't be able to find them on books, or you will, but you'll get better value on prize picks. Let's get into the two selections of the day. And by two, I mean three. I just accidentally messed up, but we had a winning day yesterday. We're now three and two on the week. Good for plus 0.6 units. It may seem small, but anything in the green is positive in my book. And we were a Craig Kimbrell implosion away from a perfect sweep, but we've seen that story before. We move forward today with three MLB best bets with two happening in the same game. Just a recap, our regular season record is now 170 and 140. Nice round numbers. Winning at a 55% plus 30.84 units. Let's get to 35 units. First game, Detroit Tigers versus Cleveland Guardians. I bet you know who's pitching. It's Daniel Norris, lefty for the Tigers, facing Cal Quantrill. We head to Cleveland for the fourth and final game of a four-game set. Cal Quantrill pitches today, so you know what I'm on. It's possible the books are catching on to pricing Cal Quantrill appropriately. The Guardians are anywhere from minus 200 to minus 220 on the money line, depending on your book. So our only real choice is to tail the first five innings. Daniel Norris will get the ball for the Tigers today, who hasn't enjoyed a great start to his season. However, it would be unfair of me to not say he's due for some positive regression based on his XERA at 4.57. Norris has a decently high strikeout rate, which is one of the few ways he's been able to get batters out. Unfortunately for Norris, the Guardians don't strike out much. The Guardians over the full season have the second worst OPS against left-handed pitching. Norris is a lefty. They still don't strike out very often, but haven't been nearly as good against southpaws as they are against right-handed pitching. They've been much better since the trade deadline, ranking 14th in WRC Plus and second to last in strikeout rate against lefties. If Norris can't strike them out, I think he's in for a tough day. Cal Quantrill will shove yet again. He'll face a Tigers team that's terrible on offense, however you want to slice it. If we use that sample we used for Norris against right-handed pitching, the Tigers rank 28th in walk rate, last in WRC Plus, last in OPS, last in ISO, last in K rate, and last in WOBA. Hard to find stats where they don't rank last in. Quantrill's faced the Tigers with mixed results this year. First off, he's much better at home this season, rocking a 3-1-6 ERA versus a 4-3-4 ERA in the road. He faced the Tigers at home, throwing six shutout innings. On the road, he had a bumpy start, allowing three earned runs in four innings. He's at home, and the Tigers can't hit. The pick, Cleveland Guardians through the first five innings, money line, or minus a half, excuse me, minus 135. That's 1.35 units to win one unit. Our second pick of the day, Arizona Diamondbacks versus San Francisco Giants happening at 9.45 p.m. Eastern. It's Zach Davies arriving for the Diamondbacks facing off against Carlos Rodon. We're going to head to San Francisco for the third game of a four-game set. Another GOAT we love to tail is Carlos Rodon, who's had a, who has an excellent matchup against a reeling Diamondbacks offense. On the other side, we have Zach Davies, who's been able to defy his advanced numbers and turn in a solid season. It's currently unclear whether or not Catal Marte will be back after he's been dealing with a hamstring injury. It shouldn't matter much for Rodon, as Marte is just 1-for-13 in his career against him. 
Rodon has some incredible advanced numbers against this current Diamondbacks roster with Marte in it. Through 62 plate appearances, he's rocking a 272 x Woba, a 179 expected batting average, and a 312 expected slugging to go along with a 33.9% K rate. Carlos Rodon has been fantastic this season, but he's projected to get even better, rocking a 276 ERA, which places him in the 89th percentile. The Diamondbacks have few have a few solid hitters in their lineup, but the roster as a whole has not hit very well since the All-Star break. They rank 19th in WRC Plus with the 10th highest strikeout rate. It also won't help them that Rodon is at his absolute best pitching at Oracle. He's allowed just 12 earned runs at home this season over 57 innings, giving him a 1.89 ERA over 10 starts. He has been hit in two starts against the Diamondbacks this season due to the home run ball, but it will be extremely challenging to get the ball out of the park today. According to Ballpark Pal, Oracle Park is projected as the lowest run scoring environment of the day, calling for a 9% decrease in overall run production. The reason I like Rodon's matchup so much is the 29% decrease in projected home runs. But across from Rodon will be Zach Davies, who does an excellent job at limiting hard contact. He ranks in the 90th percentile or above in both hard hit rate and average exit velocity, and he'll face a Giants offense that he's performed well against by the advanced numbers. Through 95 plate appearances against the Giants' current roster, he's held them to a 255 x Woba, a 215 expected bat average and a 290 expected slugging. The exit velocity is just 85.7 miles an hour. That's so low. The Jambacks, the Giants bullpen is ready to go after Junis, Jacob Junis, and Alex Cobb gave them plenty of length in the first two games. This Arizona bullpen isn't very strong, but at least all of their high leverage arms will be available in this matchup. I will have two separate picks in this game. The picks are the Giants through the first five innings minus a half at minus 145. Kind of juicy, but I think Rodon doesn't allow a run through the first five innings, and I think the Giants can at least put up one or two against Zach Davies. And the Giants versus the Dimebacks under seven and a half runs, which is at minus 120. I think Rodon turns in a phenomenal outing. I think Davies limited, limits damage, and the Giants win this game, I would say, around three or four to one. I don't even know if the Diamondbacks score, honestly. 1.45 units to win one unit on that Giants' first five innings, and 1.2 units to win one unit on the under in the full game. Now let's get to my prize pick selections of the day. I have one that I'm already locking in, and one that I am leaning that is a bit dangerous. The first one is Trey Turner over one and a half bases against Eric Lauer. When we look at Trey Turner's splits overall this season, it's been pretty different against righties and lefties. Against lefties, 328, 379, 613 slugging percentage to give him a 992 OPS, but against righties, 785 OPS, not quite as strong. And if we look at Eric Lauer's pitch mix, it's fastballs, it's cutters, it's curveballs, it's sliders, changeups. He throws a bunch of pitches. But Trey Turner matches up very well against all of those specific pitches. And in Trey Turner's career, he's 5 for 10 off Eric Lauer with a high exit velocity and a very solid launch angle above 18 degrees. Normally, more often than not, when Trey Turner hits Eric Lauer, it's for extra bases. So that's what I'm going to be on today. And if you need a reference for what it is on books, it is around minus 120 on BetMGM and DraftKings. That's why I want to play it on prize picks where we get better value. And also, I want to play Pete Alonso under bases today against Jake Odorizzi. If you look at average exit velocity, if you look at launch angle, they're very low against Odorizzi for Pete Alonso. The only reason I'm worried is, of course, Pete Alonso is a doubles hitter. He's a home run hitter. He can certainly do that. But in this series, he hasn't looked great. I haven't loved his A-Bs. 
And I think I'm willing to play as under one and a half bases. I think playing as under fantasy score might be a little bit better. And that's probably a better lean here. That's why on prize picks, we can play fantasy scores instead of total bases. So that's most likely what I'll be doing. Trey Turner over one and a half bases and Pete Alonso's under fantasy score. We have to remember though, it's not gambling advice.